Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. From KCBS Radio, I'm Mallory Samara and from Matt Pittman, and this is Bay Current for Wednesday, July 6th. 25 years ago, Cuban slash pan-Latin restaurant Cha 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 opened in San Francisco's Mission District. I mean, I remember when I was a kid, my Auntie Ellen, who worked in the city, would tell tales about the food and meeting with her friends for dinner. In my head, it sounded like the place to be. Live music, tapas, sangria. When she eventually brought me there, it was for sure a core memory for me. It was a moment. But on Sunday, July 3rd, those doors closed for good. It is survived by its hate district location, which has been open since 1984. The mission's cha-cha-cha is a long-standing center for birthday parties, post-work libations, live music, and the place to both pregame and fuel up with food for a lot of locals before a night out. The restaurant and cultural hub was supposed to see its last service the evening that I went there, Friday, July 1st. But owner Irfan Yelsin who also owns the hate location, says he got too many requests to stay open through the weekend so people could get in their last hurrah. We'll hear more from him later. Big and small parties alike gathered for one last time in front of the large windows overlooking Mission Street and the pink signage of Mission Thrift across the street. I even saw a woman sit at the bar and just talk into her headphones through her whole dinner. Two men in fluorescent orange sweaters met for post-work dinner. Alan Horton, who was born and raised in the city, made sure to stop by one last time as well. I think places like these have aided in helping to turn Mission Street probably to the once vibrant, really vibrant uh, atmosphere that it was way back when. Alan was lined up in front five minutes before Cha-Cha-Cha's doors opened at 4 p.m. Irfan actually introduced me to him as he was let into the restaurant as, quote, part of the McCarthy's family. Along with telling me the history of the post-prohibition original McCarthy's, the bar that used to occupy the space, he also told me that once a year, he used to come and help out at McCarthy's and work on its busiest day, St. Patrick's Day. I can't not be here in some way, shape, or fashion. So I told, told, told my brother-in-law, yeah, I go, I'm going down, you know. I said, by myself or so with somebody from the family, I'm coming in. What are some of your favorite memories here at Cha-Cha-Cha on the mission? Watching the, uh, what, what would you call it, the metamorphosis of what it was as McCarthy's to Cha-Cha-Cha. 
and, and, and you know, it was like, it's like, wow, you guys did a really good job, because this was this was all this was all plastered. You know, the ceiling was lower. You know, I had no idea the ceilings were so high. They introduced to the public what this place really looked like in its in its heyday. You know, and uh, big tall, just big tall ceilings. Uh, uh, the, 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 the exposed brick, I think it, there's so much flavor behind that. It really is. It really allows, I think, um, the history to, to show through, through its walls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Got all the photos of, you know, Mission. There's a black and white photo of San Francisco right there. And but before Revelers filed through the front door, Irfan, the owner, was kind enough to sit down with me for a few minutes before opening to talk to me about his journey with the iconic restaurant and how a change in the city's landscape and demographic, along with the pandemic, made him come to the decision to close. And how long have you owned the business? I took over from the original owners, Mr. Leon Puck and uh, Mr. Philip Balber in 2016. And I've been running since then, the both locations. So this this has been around, this location has been around for 25 years. So what was that, 97? 97. Since 2016, what have you noticed as like the difference between then and now? Just businesses around you and the landscape around you and everything. How have has the business changed around here? And I think this is like the whole city, you know, the, the things are changing. And drastically, like since 2010, maybe 2011, the things are changing. And of course the mission is getting like, you know, the same, you know, the, with this change. And the since I took over the 2016, and we, I mean, we've been good until the COVID, you know, that we had a good business and good, you know, the clientele and, you know, back and forward. But the, after COVID, things change. And generally, like the whole like, mission is suffering, and we are suffering with you know the, all other restaurants, all the businesses in the mission. And the food traffic has decreased significantly, and the nightclubs are the close. So because the mission was like the four people to night out, come in the dining, the cha-cha-cha, and, or, or other restaurants, and then they're going like the you know, night out in other bars. And now there's no, no bar life, no nightlife, and also like the you know the a lot of you know the the cha 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 is like a, not the upscale restaurants. And yeah, it's very like, friendly. Yes. It's very open. Yes, and we know like you know the most of our like the you know the customers, which I'm proud of it, they work on daily jobs, blue collar jobs, and these people they move out of the city, and it's it's obviously it's you know the, for certain reasons, and they moved out. And now, instead of like they come in, you know, the once or twice a week, it's once a month or maybe like the, you know, one or two times like a year. You know, the, we have unique like the the cuisine, yeah. and we have unique cuisines, and we've been having like this the same food, the since 1984, and the, from the Hate location, we have the same recipe, and and here I have like the couple, but I have like the the prep prep like the cooks here. Take over 10 years, but uh, in the, the hate location, I have a couple of gentlemen working 32, 33 years. They've been around for, you know, all their life, and which it's make me feel so proud, you know, still like I'm working with these people. And they have now like I'm working with their sons, actually. I have a couple of gentlemen, their son also working with us together, so. That's really special. So is the closing of this location, this mission location, because of pandemic-related, you know, business things? Is that is that how it's gone? 100%. 100%. And as I mentioned, you know, the pre-COVID, 
we were in the good, you know, the healthy and state with our businesses. But since the COVID and, you know, I didn't close like that. I mean, there was a couple of weeks we closed because of the city mandate or the state. And after that, we start, we keep, we try to keep open because uh, most of the, you know, the people who work in the restaurant business, they have no any other income. They work and they live with this income. And I try my best. And even if we were like making a couple hundreds a day, we still like try to open and give everybody's work. And we get like some government help too, but we, we used it. And now it just moving forward. You know, I was honestly, and after last summer, I was expecting it's going to get better this summer, starting from like a March. But no, still business is not that, you know, the, what we expected it's going to be. So, and this made us like make this decision. And thankfully, you know, the new owners, they're going to keep the most of the staff. And I believe one or two, and they're going to like still working with me in other locations. But most of the staff, they're going to have a day job. They're going to contain their job. That's good. So how do you how do you feel then now that this location is closing? Uh, very emotional. Very emotional. Like, uh, you know, this morning I wake up five, five in the morning. Even I went to bed like a really late because I worked like, a, you know, close and went to bed. And I wake up five in the morning. It just... And then, same time, you know, I have family and, you know, the, for the, the staff. And it's better. This is the better. So I have to make these decisions and move forward. I think I remember coming here. I mean, you know, I'm from the Bay Area. So I went to the Hate location a lot. I came to this one. And recently, a couple of years ago, I think it was before the pandemic, there was salsa dancing. And it was just, it was so much fun. And just looking around here, it's like, it's hard to imagine that something else is going to be here, you know? It's even before that, you know, that this uh, place was like Origins McCarthy's over 60 years. And I met the, one of the granddaughter of the, the, the original founder of the McCarthy's, Dennis McCarthy's, the granddaughter here. And, you know, and there's a lot of histories, you know, is in this place. And, you know, the 2018, I believe, 17, and I decided, like, you know, the talking with like you know, all these the artists and the singers and we decided to have like a, the, the music here live bands once a week and every Tuesday night it was wonderful so it was wonderful you know bringing all these people together here and then the like you said like when you look at the walls and all these pictures here and the photographer was here last night he was very emotional like, you know I give him a big hug and they live they born in the the raise and the mission and they took these pictures and all these pictures has like the meanings and you know that there was history from the mission so yeah just a couple more questions why did you take why did you take over cha 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 what made you take this on this historic restaurant on and landlords mr leon park and the philip belbert they were my landlord my you know some other place and they approached me and when they approached me and it was like maybe six to eight months to make my decision because it's a huge, huge, you know, the responsibility. I'm Kurdish, I'm not Latino. And I took over this and I have an actual Mexican restaurant as well I'm running, so, and I'm a chef and entrepreneur. And, you know, it takes a while to take this, you know, to make this decision because I love it when I come here, when I see the, you know, the customers and people come into the cha-cha-cha, it make me proud, like I said again. We are not like an upscale restaurants. It's a you know people who you see and who you like work with or who you live with, and on the streets, the people who work in the you know the 
the housekeeping jobs in the hotels or the, the car mechanic shops and everybody coming here, which make me really proud to own this place all these years. Favorite story and favorite dish from here? The favorite dish, of course, is the Cajun shrimp. Everybody like it just kind of like a, it's a signature of the like the you know the restaurant and the cuisine and cha cha cha. It's a Cajun shrimp and the I you know the I had like a, the you know the we made. I think that I get the news when we made like the everything's paperwork, everything work and waiting for the news. I get the news on my wedding day, and that I'm gonna be running the cha cha cha. That's the best, you know. The I think the my my whole life change, you know, on the cha cha chas, and then I have now two kids, wonderful family. So, and you know, working with these wonderful people, almost all the staff here. Yeah, I mean the, you know, they've been here longer than me, and they know the in and out, and they they know more people than I know. Look at that, they come in here. Yeah. And one last question. So you have your plateful already, but what's what's next, and how are things going to change? The for, as a like I said, I'm an entrepreneur. For the the best thing I can do right now, just contain and two of my other two restaurants in healthy state, because we are still living in the, you know the world, and nothing is you know nothing is like that. You can expect nothing for like a next couple months. So just best way like the the financially and being healthy state and just survive. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate no, your, I really appreciate your time. For giving me a chance and, you know, yeah. And I want to thank the, all the listeners and the, the people who've been, you know, in the cha-cha-cha and all these years. Thank you. Good luck this weekend. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's been, oh, it been crazy. So, it's like, yeah. And it's, but it's, it's sad also the nice and we have a chance to give the people some one last chance to come and, you know, enjoy. Yeah. Thank you. The new bar and restaurant will largely keep the same ambiance and offerings, but will be called Kuba, spelled with a K, and will share an owner with another Mission District hotspot, Banchitas Pupuseria, one of my favorites. New episodes are out every day, and we love to be a part of your daily routine. Please subscribe to Bay Current on the Odyssey app or just about anywhere you get your podcasts. You can also check us out on YouTube on the KCBS Radio YouTube page. That's it for today's Bay Current. I'm Mallory Samara from Matt Pittman. We'll chat with you again tomorrow. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.